My name is Georgiana. I am CEO and founder of BeagleCat, and soon you will be listening to Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. In this podcast, I regularly talk to employer branding managers, talent acquisition managers, and human resources managers in tech companies in Germany, Romania, and the US. For more content on employer branding-related themes, go to employerbranding.tech or beaglecat.com. Stay tuned! Hi everyone, Georgiana here with a new episode of Employer Branding the Inside podcast and today I am sitting face to face with my guest, face to face from my guest, opposite from my guest actually, her name is Antonia Sutter. Hi, welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much, exactly. And in person on top of it all, that's right. We've been planning to have this podcast episode for I think Two years, maybe? It could be two years, yeah. yeah. It's a very, very long time. And um, before I tell everyone what, what Antonia does, it's um, also fair for me to say that we're opening our German podcast season, so to speak, and I think Antonia will be our first uh, published, exactly, published German <laughs> guest from the series. I'm really excited to talk to her about employer branding from a founder's perspective. And uh, before I let her introduce herself, I will just say that she has founded uh, Carry On Publishing, which is the mother agency, let's say, of uh, Sister Mag. First, it was the magazine, and then you told me there was the agency. Mm-hmm. It's a family business, but please expand a little bit yeah. on that so our guests know where your standpoint comes from. Yeah, I would say I, we are not the typical startup because we are not um, founded or have any investments. We really started like mm-hmm. the old way. We are um, my husband and my sister, family business. And we started, I think this year, it's exactly 10 years ago. Congratulations. Um, yeah. Wow. It was in January. So, so it's really 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, we started with the magazine, which was based on the master thesis of my sister, who studied publishing. Okay. And okay. Um, she had like this work, how does um, women's, the women's magazine of the future, mm-hmm. of the digital mm-hmm. future look like? And so she researched that theoretically. And then we said, oh, we need to prove what is written in uh-huh, there. That uh-huh. Everybody can found a magazine. And so we launched the first um, issue and it has really success. We had, we had from the yeah. get-go 70,000 readers. It looks that way. Yes. Yeah, I, don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we were lucky also we were featured by Apple at that time. Yeah, but being lucky is not just being lucky. It involves a lot of hard work. So yeah, I'm sure about it. So mm-hmm. so, so from a kind of a side project, we decided, okay, this seems to be something. Mm-hmm. So we started to make plans to make this a real business. Mm-hmm. And so we founded mm-hmm. a company. So the first maybe three years, it was really a publishing business. And yeah. Um, we had advertisement as monetization, mm-hmm. but from mm-hmm. the start as content marketing. So exactly, yeah. Yeah. It, it was when kind it of, kind of started yeah. with content marketing, yeah. I know. So, mm-hmm. so we produced um, all the features that from the um, ad clients for, for the magazine specifically, mm-hmm. and um, I think after three years. Um, uh, actually, a L'Oreal brand, Essie, or the women know the nail polish mm-hmm, brand. Mm-hmm. The, the people asked us, oh, we like your content. Maybe could we also use it for something else not connected with the magazine? And first we were like, why? Why do you want to use yeah. more content? Would you it's a very it? weird mm-hmm. feeling for mm-hmm. magazine makers. And so from there it started. And that's how our content production site started. And um, content production is very near social media. So That's right. 
also do a lot of social media management. And um, in that field, we are very focused on two kind of nature um, industries, which is <laughs> one is um, L'Oreal and L'Oreal Beauty. Beauty, yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. we are one of the three um, agencies in Germany that are like officially um, affiliated to do the social media and content mm -hmm. production mm -hmm. for them. And then we have several other ones like Duplass and stuff like this, all mm -hmm. beauty. Mm -hmm. nice. The other one is um, home appliances. Okay. Very yeah. technical. <laughs> we always say, we always laugh about it because my sister said when we started, can do everything besides beauty. Yeah. <laughs> we do beauty all the time. <laughs> it always happens like that, right? <laughs> so, um, and um, this, of course, is uh, the, the part that we um, earn our money with mm -hmm. because it's, um, mm -hmm. the, the thing that um, was also very um, good during COVID because people, did, oh, companies needed content so of we course had a yeah. lot of things to do mm -hmm. and um but besides that we always had the magazine and in the magazine a big part was diy fashion so we yeah. never had like um like fast fashion in it but mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. um self-made clothes yes and, um people always ask us oh why don't you have the patterns for the clothes in a shop so we can buy our right size and do it ourselves so we used COVID time to launch the shop for that, and this is our system and patterns. Nice! Wow! And, um, this is a classic um, online shop for mm -hmm. um, sewing patterns. Um, very nicely because no um, no um, delivery is needed because it's all digital. Okay. Yeah. So so what kind of um, employees? What kind of people does your company attract? Um, in this case, <laughs> it's very funny because it attracts women. So uh -huh, still until now, yeah. we only have women besides Alex, my mm -hmm, husband. Mm -hmm. We only have um, female employees and it's not a choice. It's more who applies. And of course. I yeah. Would totally understandable. Yeah, I think it's the topic. And mm -hmm. um, we have two main, I would say, buckets we need people in. One yeah. are classic project managers, really mm -hmm, good in mm -hmm. organization. Yeah. Um, maybe specific with that that we look for creative project managers who also like themselves to write or to uh -huh, uh -huh. style or anything. So it's not like just the, the organizational part, but if you want also to be a bit more creative, mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. we are the right place. Got it. And mm -hmm. um, the other one are the real creative people, I would say, like we have in-house photographer, we have um, designers, we have motion designers, like we, we really have the people who do the work in-house also. That sounds really, really nice. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering, what, what attracts these people to your company? Because um, it's been such a while, such a long time since yeah, the, the magazine yeah. existed. I, it's I impressive. Think, I think um, what attracts is a very family-based atmosphere with mm -hmm, us. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we are a real family and also the people in the company, I, I hope and I have heard, feel like part of the family. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, of course, there are places in the city where you can learn more, but we are, for agency, very yeah. friendly mm -hmm. with um, people who have children and yeah. to be flexible with mm -hmm. times and um, having the freedom to work as a woman, mm -hmm. as a mother. Mm -hmm. um, so you've embraced a new work sort of yeah, dogma uh, or trend. Or, although yeah. I have mm -hmm. to say, we uh, we have a policy that people come in the office regularly. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, they are all, we, we don't have total, well, that's not true. We have some people who are totally remote, mm -hmm. but they are more 
um, like part-time student people. Mm -hmm. the, the, the fixed team yeah. is based in Berlin. They are free if they have something to work from home. Got but um, we have found that being creative needs to be in person. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and honestly, still now you can't do a photo shoot. Absolutely. There. Yes, there are possible. there are still areas in which you need yeah. to to come to the office and yeah. coordinate with your yeah. colleagues. Indeed, and if it were for you to summarize the culture of the company or to define it in just one word, what would you use for it? Ooh, or a sentence, I, let's say, not just oh, a word. I've Maybe never one word is. Inspiring, but um, um, how do you say in English? Uh, reliable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You you know what you get. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But and, uh, but the opportunity develop in the way you want to develop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we try to mm -hmm. offer opportunities, and we give early on very much responsibilities to people who want them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, this could be actually the secret to a successful creative business, right? Yeah. Trying to mix the two. Yeah. worlds at the same time um, and if you were to ask your colleagues what they love most about working in the company would they give the same uh, response you think I, I think because we discuss a lot with them I mm -hmm. think they like um, the um, trustful atmosphere that they can also come with problems to us and with like um, things they, they are bothered with mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, but at the same time that they also feel that we trust them and that they can develop themselves. I, I had that as a young professional that yeah. um, it was always called, um, they put you boots that are bigger than you need and you grow mm -hmm. into them and that's yeah. something we also do. So mm -hmm. but, um, that has to be um, connected with, if you make mistakes, it doesn't matter. You always have the security net from your mm -hmm. superiors, from your yeah. bosses, that they won't say, oh, this person was it, and um, get away. It's, uh -huh. it's, it's meant for growing yeah. in the end. Yeah. Okay. And mistakes happen, as it, especially with what we do. Mm -hmm. I mean, social media mistakes Oh, yes. Oh, yes. More I than know what once. you mean. Mm -hmm. Publishing the wrong content yeah. or the, at the wrong time or tagging the wrong person. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's all familiar to us as well. And also, with also uh, on the other <laughs> side, big companies with Loads of people who yeah. have a say, and they are all not always aligned. Yes. So you have also. To oh, I know this. that. I know the struggle. I know so. working on projects with some part of the company, and then the big boss comes in and says, uh, "No, we're not yeah. doing this." Ah, okay. Yeah. I understand. But coming back a little bit to the core topic of this uh, podcast, which you have touched on, um, actually, is employer branding something that Sister Mag looks at? Yeah. Deliberately? Maybe not deliberately like a big company, but of course, um, I, I have to say, attracting people is not easy if you're a small company. Exactly. Not mm -hmm. well known. We are not an agency everybody knows, or um, so we are very small. But um, by having, for example, the magazine or the, these things that are more visible, mm -hmm. this is kind of an employer branding as well. So if, yeah somebody searches our stuff, then they see, okay, we are very design focused. We have a unique um, way of doing things. Yes. And yes. this is kind of also a, um, an employer branding. It is. Yeah. And I think it's actually one of those rare cases or occasions where the branding of the product 
or the main branding of the business coincides with what happens into the employer branding department. And yeah. you get exactly the people who you want yeah. to attract. You get them to uh, to apply yeah. for uh, for jobs in in the business. It, it's definitely the case. People mm -hmm. in interviews tell us, "Oh yeah, we had a look and we like the magazine." Or yeah. We had in the past. We have one video about book binding, which is a very typical Sister Mac DIY project, and this had run on YouTube for years now yes. because it's a very specific mm -hmm. technique, yeah. and people apply it or saw mm -hmm. us first yeah. because yeah. of this video, and so. Like, so you've been doing employer branding ever actually before employer branding was coined employer branding, which yeah. is something that I really, really like because you know what we did in, in Beagle Cat, the agency that I've been uh, running for almost 10 years now, when we had a bigger team, now there's only four of us, but when, when we were about 11 or 12, whenever I wanted to attract someone, mm -hmm. I wrote an article, a very personal very article, you know, about how life in the agency is like and how we function together as a team, what yeah. kind of projects you would be working on. And I always, always got the best CVs and the most mm -hmm. qualified people and only the ones who are able to see who you really are. And, yeah. you know, yeah. not, not the lies that most companies put out there. And, of uh, course, I mean, yeah. You know what everybody expects to read when yeah, you exactly. start. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think we don't have the time to make huge um, websites yeah. mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. what we all offer. So it, it has to be the work that speaks for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that has served as well so far. And, Indeed. Um, we also do a lot with referrals of people mm -hmm. who work for mm -hmm. us or who Obviously. have worked for us. Yeah. Um, vouch for us and um, mm -hmm. so we've got a lot of especially in the internship and mm -hmm. work, mm -hmm. working students where we also recruit a lot of the other like the ongoing people yeah, yeah. Um, have have been connected to somebody in the team that's really yeah. that's really this is actually why your perspective is so valuable to me because you're not the predominantly tech company no. so it's interesting for me also so, to see how do creative smaller businesses yeah. do employer branding and how do they attract their workforce and this is yeah. yeah like I said it's very very valuable input but then when it comes to employer branding I don't know from from your personal perspective what do you think about it in general or what what would you how should I put it what would you like for the company to be doing more when it comes to employer branding? My company or general? Maybe in general or your company. I don't know. I haven't thought this question okay. a lot through, but I think <laughs> every point of view would be a useful one. I, I think um, what I, as a person herself, mm -hmm. looking at um, companies, I always like to actually see what people do, not like this mm -hmm. streamlined interviews mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. bosses, but... Yeah. Um, this is gold what you are telling, right? It's exactly what we are talking about, <laughs> what we've been talking about for years, so thank you. Yes. Yeah. Like, um, like really, I look behind the curtains. And, mm -hmm. um, also, yeah, I think that's that's what I would look at. And also, I look at the product of the of companies. Mm -hmm. I think maybe that's very typical to. I must be inspired of what they create or what they do. Yeah, of course. And I think that also relates to tech companies or mm -hmm. to anybody else. You would think, but they don't do it. Yeah, probably it seems to them that people would not want to know what a I don't know data analyst has to do on a day to day basis, okay. but they would, right? You would like yeah. to know. Yeah. how one data analyst in that company carries on their daily duties. Why I, I, not? Yeah, I like that a lot. I, yeah. I actually saw a 
YouTube a video of a data analyst of oh, there you Spotify. Go. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. her personal account and she followed herself a day in her life yeah. in New York City as a data That's analyst. Fantastic. Yeah, Perfect. Spotify knows I, I what they're thought, doing. I, I, yeah. I think it wasn't even sponsored. I thought like, yeah. okay, I would apply. That sounds like yes. a nice company, exactly. nice people. And you also see how they interact mm-hmm. with each well, and other. And what kind of people you'd be working with yeah. when you see what she's passionate about yeah. and where yeah. she lives and what she does. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you have people, for example, in the company who are themselves mm-hmm. a little bit of influencer, but like to post, mm-hmm. just give them the resource to do it. Yeah. I think yeah. if you have people, period. In yeah. the company, just yeah. give them the resources and the opportunity to express themselves, and then you'll be amazed how many others apply for the same uh, environment. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, two things you wish you'd known when you first started out with your company, not necessarily employer branding related. <laughs> um, I know I would have done things a lot different, a lot more differently, but I'm curious about you. Um, I think. In general, I'm still fine um, with how we did mm-hmm. it, but um, I, I think now I would I would have started earlier to, you know, we came to magazine publishing from a very old school mm-hmm. publishing perspective. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't start as a website in itself, but we had this widget which looked like a digital version of a real magazine. Okay. Yeah, and we created content. Mm-hmm. At that time, very much old school, so very right topic. So, mm-hmm. for example, we had one issue about bugs, bees, and butterflies, and we huh. covered this topic from various angles. From mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and um, this is how you in old school, like it was about association, yeah. very right topic. Mm-hmm. And this is not how the internet works. You have yeah. to be super focused one yeah, topic. Very SEO. It has SEO driven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we if. If I would start again, I, from the beginning, very mm-hmm. much integrate that from the start. Although I think it developed us as a content producer in a way, yeah. it it's unvaluable. As you can't pay for mm-hmm. it. How mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. associate and also now when you do a so- social media channel to have this thinking out of the yeah. box, it helped with that. But for the magazine itself, mm-hmm. it ma- made it very difficult now to. Um, you can't do a right topic magazine anymore. Yeah, I know. I know. No, no. Although I have to admit that for us, we, we've also been active in content marketing since around yeah, 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And I learned to do content marketing on my own yeah. by reading what people in the States were doing. And we, we started out ourselves after that. Um, we discovered that the best pieces are not necessarily the ones who are very SEO driven. No, you know? of course not. So you have to decide in the end. Do you want a lot of traffic coming to your yeah. lead generation pages, to your client generating yeah. pages, or do you want the topics which are interesting and relevant and bringing a lot of references? So yeah, it's a choice. The choice you have to make. A painful yeah. one sometimes. Yeah. And um, I, I, we've now um, very much focused the magazine on mm-hmm. the DIY. Mm-hmm. And Part and nice. it's, it's very focused now, and we rework mm-hmm. a lot of the old stuff, and it's still very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 it's a new challenge to rework what you did in the past. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. If you ask me, this is definitely something I would have started from the beginning. Yes. Again. Mm-hmm. Also, I think when we go to the employee um, thing back. Um, I think you learn with over time 
that um, you have a core team and then there are people who are with you at part of your journey mm -hmm. but then they leave and then you go somewhere else yes and um i think we are now very good to have this and also to to see them grow somewhere else in the beginning it was hard it was painful yeah, uh, yeah. i can relate to that mm -hmm. i i mm -hmm. need to quit i go xyz after you've grown that person from the intern stage yeah yeah, yeah. and um so this this was a learning experience not mm -hmm. to be mm -hmm. hurt in a way but yeah, yeah. To not see to take it, it personally yeah. mm -hmm. And I think um, that was a, a development we had to do as a founding team to uh, to accept that. And now we have a lot of people who are not like with us anymore, but we mm -hmm. have still very much connection. And yeah, yeah. some of them are even freelancers, so we work from time to time mm -hmm. with them on mm -hmm. projects. And it's nice to have kind of like a network yeah. um, of people who know how we work and um But they are now their own bosses or, mm -hmm. or have mm -hmm. really well developed good jobs and we are now I feel pride that they that we develop yeah, them yeah. into people who are now like striving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know what you mean. I think it's part of your your personal journey as an entrepreneur to learn these things by you know by doing them and by understanding that you leave you, you can leave open doors all the time. You don't have to take things so personally yeah. and yeah. Yeah, but it's a question of growing. I know it has been this way for me as well because I was very hurt in yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. And we would cry when the person would leave the team. We would hug each other. But, you know, either I would let them go or they would leave for mm -hmm. a different reason. Oh, my gosh, it was so painful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, with time, I think you, you learn to react differently yeah. to these events. Yeah. That is true. Uh, I think we are very close to the end of our discussion. Um, I'm only curious to see your perspective a little bit regarding trends in the workforce recently, mm -hmm. because during COVID we had this great resignation. Now, yeah. starting November, December, we have had this huge wave of layoffs mm -hmm. in tech, at mm -hmm. least. How do you see things evolving from now in the creative industry? Do you think there will be layoffs here as well? Do you think maybe the market will stay the same for this part mm -hmm. of the mm -hmm. industry? Um, so far, we haven't seen a big influx in new applications. So mm -hmm. I don't see mm -hmm. right now that... I mean, I've seen in the States some big agency have uh, let go of people. Okay. But um, mm -hmm. I read a bit more on it and it was more because it was a merger of agencies anyways mm -hmm. and they just took a while before the people who actually said, yeah, we're yeah. gone. Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't seen a big wave on that part. I feel people, I mean, in, in creative business, you're used to have a small internal team and to work with huge amounts of freelancers anyways. Yeah. So um, I don't think if you are um, a creative business that you will let go of too many people because you don't have this need on the bone as uh, yeah. Google or mm -hmm. Meta mm -hmm. had anyways yeah. because um, you are very much more lean and you rather say, okay, and then I take a freelancer for that project. Mm -hmm. um, right now, I mean, we, we are in contact. Right now, it's very much... Normal mm -hmm. as usual. Stable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, I I I think the development for me in Germany is that, um, for example, our two complete creative team, not the project mm -hmm. managers, but mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. designers, are non-German. 
Okay. And um, they're see. all from all over the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, this has uh, has been now for four years now. And this is a trend for me. We, we actually really actively search mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. people who yeah. are from all That's also a good business model, yeah. of course. And I think this is a trend for especially the parts where you don't need perfect German. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Indeed. And we also use a lot of um, freelancers from like everywhere in the world for all our creative stuff above, through platforms like Upwork, mm -hmm, retouching mm -hmm. and also the grading of patterns. We have actually people from the Philippines, from Mexico, from... Cool from everywhere. But that helps. I think that yeah. helps tremendously, right? Yeah. Because you get the cultural heritage of each person itself yeah. and bring it to the... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, to I, the I, next. I, I think that's, for me, a trend for creatives. Mm -hmm. That, they, mm -hmm. that is, you don't merge in the sense that all of all the people will yeah. be on, on one point. Yeah, yeah. But um, that, I mean, creatives have a common language. Yes. So mm -hmm. they can work on projects. And so do freelancers, yeah. if I might add. Yeah. yeah. And I see, actually... More and more companies who are in between, I don't know, 20 to 50 people approaching this model yeah. of working more with freelancers in yeah. these times, or maybe, I don't know, they'll make the model permanent, but it is developing for yeah. sure. Yeah. And it uh, fits both parties. It, because you also need for each project, then you have different kind of needs for, for creatively, and you can't employ all different kind of illustrators for yeah, that, which is exactly. impossible. It's not possible. You, you, mm -hmm. you know, okay, this client wants to have this style, yeah. and then it's more that we research like worldwide who has a fitting style, and mm -hmm. we just mm -hmm. approach them and work together on a project basis. It makes much yeah. more sense than to I have so. our own in-house illustrator mm -hmm. try to be somebody else yeah, or exactly. someone else. Yeah. And then the pressure on you to find as many projects for that person to, yeah. to carry on. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that pressure all too well. Last question for us today, because you're one of the founders of a very small company. I imagine that you're the one carrying the vision of the company. You as a person and probably the other co-founders yeah. are what inspires your employees, your colleagues mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. Am I right? It's usually this way when the companies are <laughs> rather small. So I'm wondering, how do you manage to always stay on top of, of the situation? How do you always manage to stay optimistic about yeah. what's to come? How do you manage to not stress a lot? And what helps you be the person you are? I think um, for, for us, it helps that we that my co-founders Family. Mm -hmm, so for sure. yeah. all the stress that you have, oh, will they go behind my back is basically mm -hmm. not there. Yes. This helps a lot to ground. Mm -hmm. And we have very um, good task separation between the three of us because mm -hmm. we are very different, mm -hmm. very different in our skill sets. So okay. um, if um, if Alex says we need to do it like this, 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 the, the two of us never say, oh no, we would do it like this or let me do mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. it's his part and he does. So I, th I think this helps from our management yeah. among us. And um, I, I, I think we're not always the best in stress management because uh -huh. being an agency is stressful. I mean, you're basically yeah. a service provider to yeah. mm -hmm. people who pay you money to mm -hmm. be there mm -hmm. for them. So, you know, this is... <laughs> Stress in itself. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, 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 th I think what helps to 
reduce the stress for everybody in the team is to to really create the feeling we are in this together. Mm -hmm. It's we we tend or try to not put like when I get pressure from a client to put it just through it on the people in the mm -hmm. team and mm -hmm. you know um, I try to. Um, to, to, to mitigate a little bit and to, also yeah, in yeah, a way yeah. that's mm -hmm. okay for them. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then um, to have a very strong team together to laugh a lot. We mm -hmm. like I, I like a lot my my all the seniors in my team. They created on their own last year the the yeah Thursday evening drinks. Mm -hmm. So they just like it's very nice. important, but they always. Um, and Thursday evening is so they stand in our kitchen and have a nice drink together. And mm -hmm. I like this; it's very informal, and yeah, um, we we um, support that. And mm -hmm. and and so we try to also give them the time and the means. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what also stress releasing is is that um, if people have to go to the doctor or have appointments, yeah. we, we try to be really flexible. Nobody has to mm -hmm. end in a day of holiday not only because he has an appointment at lunchtime or so. Mm -hmm. So um, that you have this freedom in yourself yeah. Not, oh my God, I need to be there and they will be angry and because mm -hmm. I... Which is still characteristic of the creative industry, if I might add. It's very, yeah. very different from the tech one, you know, because yeah. I work in, in both yeah. worlds at the yeah. same time. And many times I think of that, well, you have no idea how things are like in creative agencies. Yeah, very different from... Uh, it's yeah. also very much staying long hours. And, yeah. yeah, depending on what, uh, yeah, the project involves. Yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. So, so I, I think this and then... Also, uh, creative-wise, we we uh, we have an internal messenger, and we have groups of all the projects, mm -hmm. and we have also a, a just one um, channel where we send in funny memes or yes. what we see, and yeah. so we just to to, mm -hmm. to mitigate this, and also to take the time if we have lunch together, mm -hmm. which we have mm -hmm. every day, and we have a good discussion. Okay, and maybe it takes longer. Nobody looks at the watch and says, oh, no, today we had one hour and 15 minutes lunch mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. Now we have to work 15 minutes longer than usual. Of course not. And mm -hmm. we try to be flexible and, you know, also give them the feeling that we enjoy this if this yeah. happens. Yeah, it's a journey yeah. that you take together, right? Yeah. And, and um, what personally... What I tried, I had a very rough last year health-wise and mm -hmm. to be um, in hospital various times. And I, I, I tried to be super open and um, I explained everything very early to the whole yeah. team. Yeah. Um, I think that helped a lot because otherwise people always get... Uh, unstable. Oh, yeah, yeah. They fill in and they fill in the blanks on their own. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's I, better I to explain them really yeah. in detail what mm -hmm. I have, what will be happening. And yeah. Even I had a small thing. I sent a picture to everybody like half an hour after the surgery and said mm -hmm. I'm still alive and things yeah, like that. So they okay. know. Yeah. Um, and we try to be communicative about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, because I feel if you are such a small team, and I very much are the person who is like, like the administrative yeah. stable mm -hmm. person. Yeah, the leader in the, in the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It unstabilizes the team if I get the feeling, I don't know if Tony comes back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. And I think this, this is very valuable input that bigger companies should take from smaller ones and implement. 
somehow yeah. and sort of I know it's not possible the exact same way when you have 300 400 people but you know maybe in similar structures yeah. yeah I mean the way it goes to be more personable I mean yeah. I don't need to I tell think. them mm -hmm. all, all my internal feelings no, of course don't not. like mm -hmm. I think people don't like it anyways to know exactly how you feel every yeah. day yeah they need a bit of stability, but mm -hmm. to make a big is also yeah. not helpful. That's yeah. true. Super. This has been very pleasant and very useful. Thank uh, you for the interview. Yes, thank you for... It. <laughs> it was very much... Uh, yes, it was very, very spontaneous. Yeah. I told you would make it spontaneous. <laughs> it's also a format that I'm experimenting with, but I think it's really useful input that many of our listeners can uh, apply when it comes to employer branding and talent acquisition. So thank you, Antonia, once again, and all the best. Thank you for asking me. It was really nice to be here today. <laughs> thank you.